Hey, this is Brett, and we are excited to let you know that today's show is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Channel, one of our favorite places to get your nature fix, where you can explore the real Rockies. From award-winning documentaries to music in the mountains, this is Adventure with a Conscience. We think you're going to love it. You can check it out and subscribe at RockyMountainChannel.com. To the mountain. This is Brett. This is Melissa. Here on another Fireside Friday to inspire you to get outside and connect with nature for mindfulness and personal growth. Naturally. Naturally. Hey, we are so glad you're here. It's good to be back with you on a Fireside Friday. The whole purpose of these Fireside Fridays with the fire crackling in the background here on uh, last week of January and it's cold outside, is to just take a little bit of time to connect with you and share in a a one-to-one-to-one format here with Melissa and me um, and you what we've been learning. And and maybe uh, I'd love to hear back from you too. We would love to hear back from you uh, some of the things you've been learning and what you'd like to hear more of in the future. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little more at the end of the show. But come on in. I'm so glad you're here. So, um... Are you grateful today? Fruy, are you grateful today? <laughs> <laughs> I am grateful today. I'm grateful too. The sun is shining, which I'm really grateful for. I love blue skies and warm sun and snow. I mean, the contrast is just so brilliant and it's magnificent. Not, I love it. This time of year, you know, we kind of, I, I find myself more in a sleeping state. But when you get back to the basics of mindfulness and nature, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Why mindfulness? Why nature? When you get back to those basics, uh, you begin to see the world in a new light. We had a wonderful uh, walk with the pups yesterday around Carter Lake, didn't we? Oh, we did. It was, it was so beautiful. And, you know, we were talking yesterday about how easy it is to just fall asleep. And I don't mean literally. Well, that too. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. But, you know, we, we get on these jags where we can be so mindful and we notice everything and we're, we're still, and it really impacts our life in a wonderful way. And then it's, it's like the next day we fall asleep. Yeah. And so that's why it, it's so important. You don't, it's not a one and done. You no. have to constantly be mindful. And, and I don't just mean be mindful, but be mindful of being mindful exactly. <laughs> of getting out and, and living in the now and appreciating everything that's around you and really not just glancing, but really looking and really seeing, um, you know, the beauty all around us in nature. And then I, it kind of helps you return back to yourself, but it is a, it's a constant ongoing process. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of the concept of beginner's mind yeah. that we talked about. Thank goodness for journals because, uh, and I, I really do highly advocate the discipline of journaling, mm-hmm. the joy of journaling, because I will so often just, even the day before I'll go back and read what first thing in the morning, I'll go back and read the what did I write about yesterday and think, you know, I needed to hear that today too. I know. Yeah. It's like we forget. (laughs) And it's so basic, so simple. It is so basic. So basic. There are just things all around us every day that would bring so much joy and happiness and peace if we just take time to notice them. And it's called living in the now. 
I love this quote by, it's so simple, by Laura Ingalls Wilder. We've talked about how much love we love her. <laughs> we love Little House on the Prairie. And it's this. You can remember this quote if you don't remember any other. She said, now is now. <laughs> That's deep. It doesn't get any simpler than that. It doesn't get now any is simpler now. than that. And that means just, you know, pay attention to what's going on right now. In fact, we invite you just for a moment to, are you in a car? Are you in your room? Are you outside? walking? Are you doing some chores or working out? Just take a moment to observe with all five of your senses and then your sixth sense of intuition as well. Mm -hmm. You know, what does it look like? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you feeling? What do you smell? What do you taste? And what does this mean to you? Because now is all we got. Yesterday's gone, tomorrow hasn't come, and we just have now. And the only way to access that now is just to be aware. Yeah, to let go, isn't it? Let go, be aware, and um, not get swept up in all our thoughts and emotions every second of every day. And I was reminded recently that the only place that you can actually find happiness and joy is in the now. Um, yep. Joy in particular. Happiness sometimes is, con- is connected with you know, when things are going your way or when all is right. There's a deeper, or it's a more temporary. Happiness. It seems like to me a more temporary emotion. Yeah. But oh, I got a new car. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Joy is a choice. It's lasting happiness. And joy isn't dependent on your circumstances at all. No, no. But you know what? I find a lot of joy in things around me, like yesterday in our in our walk with the pups. Um, just the beauty of the, the stillness of the lake, the huge lake, was not frozen over. We were, there was some wonder in that, too. Like, we were questioning mm-hmm. why um, lakes down lower are frozen, but why this one wasn't. And you had some ideas on that, and you were just observing that it's a bigger lake, maybe, you know. More movement, I yeah. don't know. But those, yeah, and when I say joy isn't based on circumstances, I don't mean, like, for us on our walk, we were in an environment and we were aware of our surroundings. But to me, you could have your life could really be falling apart. You could be struggling. You could be dealing with some serious, you know, issues within yourself, your family, your job, who knows? Yeah. But that joy from just going outside and being observant and aware of what's all around you, that joy is there, whether, you know, your life is perfect or not. Yeah. And the best part about that is we have access to joy. Exactly. Every it's moment. It's always there. It is. And I need, just so you know, we're not preaching yeah, at you. I'm not saying I do it all the time. <laughs> I need to come back and listen to this episode and go, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are right on that same journey with all of you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, find joy in things like a flock of geese flying overhead or the smell of snow or rain in the air or on those gray and gloomy days, just the, the joy of quietness, the stillness that is on, that the peace and stillness that is only found in those quiet days when maybe you'd be out doing something, washing the car or mowing the lawn or shoveling snow. And I personally do not like those gray, cloudy days. Those are very gloomy to me. But what I always think about is I just imagine like, you know, getting in an airplane and flying somewhere really cool. But I imagine just right above those layer of clouds is the beautiful sun. It's still shining. It didn't go away. Yeah. It's right up there. So just remember that even if it's not your favorite, like it's not mine, the sun is shining and the sky is blue right above there. So nothing's really changed. Yeah. There's just a little bit of a <laughs> obstacle there to seeing it. And if you want a joy-filled day, um, something that uh, I've been listening to and learning a little bit more about is it begins 
the night before with a good night's sleep. Yes. I think we've talked about that before. And then in the morning when you wake up, what is the first thing you notice or you're aware of? Try this tomorrow morning. Uh, if you wake up to an alarm, uh, take note of its tone, the, the frequency, the sound it makes right from the very beginning. Yes, but on that note, <laughs> you can change the sound of your alarm, so set it to something pleasant <laughs> um, so you're not so annoyed when you wake up. That's a really good, simple suggestion. Yeah, I love mine. It's like, get up. It's, yeah. it's time to get up. Most alarm clocks are pretty annoying, I think. Wow. Even waking up to a, a radio station can be jo- most, jarring. True, but most people use their phones now, so you can set it to something a little less obnoxious. Yeah, that's true. What about outside? What's going on? Is it daylight yet? Are your curtains drawn? Is the room warm or cold? Just take a note of, be, be mindful of what you're feeling and what it's like outside. And I think so many people, the second they get up, they jump on their phone. Right. They want to look at, you know, their email or social media or whatever it is. Just just give your phone a 10 minute, give yourself a buffer of 10 or 15 minutes. Get up, look outside. What do you see? Grab your coffee, feel the, feel the warmth of it, smell yes. it. Just your phone will live. <laughs> Everything will still be okay, and it'll still be there waiting for you in 10 or 15 minutes. Right. Just don't, don't let that be the first thing you do, because that's already setting the tone for your day. Well, and you're letting others drive your agenda. Exactly. And if you have goals, suddenly you're set off in a whole different direction, most likely. Right. Yeah. But do pay attention to the details. Uh, feel the floor beneath your feet. As you're showering, maybe just allow the shower to just cover your body with all the delicious feelings and senses available to you. The hot water running all over your your hair and down to your toes and the smell of the shampoo and soap. That's a great way to wake up. The mm-hmm. sound of water hitting the tub or shower floor. Does it sound a little bit like rain or a waterfall? Just, just be mindful in the details, the smallest details. And the rest of the day will take care of itself. And, you know, if you really treat everything you do in the morning almost like a meditation, you know, they say even washing dishes is a meditation if you're mindful and present. Yes. So everything you do just for your morning, try to do it with so much presence and awareness. It's like a meditation in and of itself. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm smelling my coffee. Oh, it smells divine. Preparing your tea. You know, I'm, yeah. Everything you do, pouring your cereal or making your eggs or your smoothie or just be mindful with every single second, and it's it's really quite beautiful. That's beautiful, Marie. Thank you. Uh, Anytime. It's, it's like the saying, <laughs> what, how you do anything, anything. is how you do everything. That's right. And it begins with the simple things, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Good reminder. Yeah. The more we practice these things, we realize there are opportunities all around us for finding joy in just being alive, uh, if we're open to them. And right. this is what it means to be alive. Better yet, there's something that will take us to an even higher level of transcendence and joy, and that is not only being present to receive all the goodness that's around us that we've been talking about, but being available for our loved ones and being present to the people in our lives who mean the most to us. Mm. That's why I'm glad you mentioned that phone too. You know, if you live with uh, a partner or your spouse or your children or you know, parents or others, um, if you're on your phone first thing in the morning, they don't get the best of you. <laughs> Or sometimes, even in the evening, it's so mm. easy when you're trying to have some quality time with your loved ones. That's right. And you quick, you know, you, you get a text or you're checking your phone or you hear this or that. And every now and then you'll say to me, um, can, can you just put your phone down and be with me? Yeah. And at first I'm a little offended, but then I'm like, oh, he's so right. I'm sitting here. You know, to me, it's no big deal. It takes a couple seconds to do this or that. But 
then I remember I'm not fully present if my attention is divided. Yeah, and I do the same thing to you at different times. It's, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we just—it's it's good it's to remind okay. each other in a, with love. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It just takes practice and awareness that, well, yeah. that you're even doing those things. And as human beings, we were created for love and relationship, and that's where we find our deepest joy. Right. So just being mindful is a great way to strengthen your relationship. Mm-hmm. In his book, The Power of Now, uh, Eckhart Tolle, who we really love, he says that presence is needed to become aware of the beauty, the majesty, and the sacredness of nature. And it's also needed to become aware of the beauty and goodness of our family and friends, fellow workers and associates, and the, in fact, the entire world around us. If we just realize that somewhere the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and all is well with the world, we're in alignment with the natural world. And the truth is, our human world can be pretty messed up at times, as evidenced yes. by all the stuff you hear in the news every day, um, right now especially. Mm-hmm. You know, a while back we talked about the fact that whatever you focus on, you get more of. And that's true. Um, So if you're focusing on your problems, your hurry and your worry and your stress. And there's so much stress out there right now. Everybody, you can just look at their faces. Everybody is stressed. Not only only because of what, as a nation, as a society, we've gone through the last couple of years with, you know, coronavirus and stuff. But just in general, um, it seems like people are always in fight or flight mode. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And it's, it's self-induced mostly. I I see that. And when I say that, I mean, even human societies, our our consciousness level is focused on the problems instead of the goodness all around us. Right. right? Exactly. The unnatural stress is creating sickness, um, not just in the individual, but in our society as a whole. And it's, I think a big part of it is because we've lost connectedness with who we are in nature. Um, and with each other and with our sense of meaning and purpose. And yet with social media, you know, everyone feels like they're so connected because they can access their... <laughs> wow. How yeah, I mean, and that's, that's ironic the whole... Is that? Yeah, that is so ironic because yeah. you think you feel so connected and you have all these friends and family and you're seeing pictures and making posts or whatever, reading people's posts. But I just think as a society, we're almost lonelier than ever because we we're are. not we're not taking that time to really connect in person and to really listen and... And be there for each other. Yeah, we've, we've gotten away from the core of who we were meant to be and who we are, where I we came so. from. Mm-hmm. We're literally killing ourselves through unneeded worry mm-hmm. and that mindlessness and stress. And we really don't spend a lot of time in the natural world on purpose. I mean, we have to do it on purpose. Intentionally. Yeah, there was something, I can't remember exactly what it was I read or heard, but something about the only time we spend in the natural world is when we're on our way <laughs> To get somewhere to do something, usually inside. Yeah. You know, like we get up, we go outside while we're driving to work. Oh, what a beautiful sunrise. Oh, look at the trees. Bam. We're we're inside all day. Yeah. Right? And then you come home. Oh, yeah, I should take a walk. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. And then you're inside. So Mm. you really have to be, um, you really have to make a point. It has to be an intention to get out in the natural world. That's true. Because we are such inside little people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just got a vision of little uh, Lilliputians surrounding yes. Gulliver's Travels that are afraid to come outside. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it quite like that, but you guys know what I meant. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think of the naturalists, uh, some of my favorite writers and poets and thinkers and philosophers, uh, like um, Walt Whitman and Henry David Thoreau, Ralph Waldo Emerson, John Muir, all these guys... Even Beethoven and Einstein, Darwin, all of them 
received their inspiration from nature. They were deeply connected to this source of calm and depth and balance and purpose. And it wasn't by accident. They did it like you were saying. They, they purposefully put themselves in that natural environment. And I like how you say they were connected with nature. And what I mean by that is, okay, so you go out and you're in this natural world. You get connected to it. You bring it back with you. Yeah. So that when you're in your unnatural environment, working, shopping, whatever you're doing, cleaning, you, you're still connected. You still remember the sights, the smells, the sounds. You're connected at a deeper level, and it, right. and it comes with you. Then you have to replenish again and go out. Yeah. But it's always with you if you if you just go out and grab it. And if you've stuck with us this long, you probably, something about this rings true to you. That's what the whole point of Mountain Zen Den in the beginning was to be a return to the natural world, uh, to have that daily dose of sanity in that moment of, ah, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to help restore and renew your soul. And uh, what I think what we'd like the rest of this time here to be is talk a little bit about the scientific uh, benefits. I mean, it's been proven more and more. We've known it for a long time right. or we've suspected it. But now science is daily proving the benefits and, of connectedness with nature and meditation when done intentionally and purposefully. So let's talk a little bit about the scientifically proven facts that you can research the data, see what has been already talked about, discussed, and, and peer-reviewed. Yes. Uh, knowing that nature is truly medicine. It is. So the first one that I love is nature has been proven to give you more focus, which we all could completely use. I know I could. And it, which allows you to accomplish more in a shorter period of time. It's kind of like natural Ritalin. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> focus. It's time for you to get outside. <laughs> yes, it's time. Yeah, seriously. If you find yourself, I love what you just said. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself really distracted or having a hard time focusing. Yeah. You have some vitamin N deficit. Right. Very, so and that's, you know, I'm no that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, stress? Well, yeah. We've talked a lot about that, but it has been proven that it does significantly reduce your stress levels. This thing called uh, forest bathing, Japanese word for it is Shinrin-yoku, mm. has been around for quite a while, but it's really coming to the surface in the news. They're finding out that just spending time in a forest... And different kinds of trees, different kinds of forests in an immersive state will really significantly lower stress levels. And it also lowers your blood pressure. Your heart rate and your blood pressure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nature gives you control over your thoughts and behaviors, which we need more than ever. Mm -hmm. It says improves your relationships. Now, how does that work? How does that work? Well, first of all, if you get outside and walk with your family. (laughs) Well, yes. It helps... It's more fun if you do it with people, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, if you, you know, for connection time. But I think it just helps you to kind of think about what's really important. Yeah. You know, get out of your head and your mind and come back to to the basics of people, relationships, connection. I totally agree. Yeah. In fact, we find out, you know, I see a lot of times that uh, when we first go on a walk, there are things we might not have been able to talk about. But getting outside and airing it, things that would be a little harder to talk, to discuss inside in a stale room mm-hmm. getting outside you, you can think clearer there's something about the left right left right i forget what it's called where you're mm-hmm. using both sides of your body because you're walking left foot right foot that you can access different parts of your brain even right. i mean it's scientific right mm-hmm. absolutely and did you know that people who spend more time out in nature and, and walking in particular actually have more gray matter than people who don't 
In fact, people, yeah, and people who struggle with depression or anxiety have less gray matter. And so actually they... Interesting. Yeah, I've read studies where they actually are thinking of prescribing walking out in nature to treat people with anxiety and depression so that they can get more gray matter in their prefrontal cortex. I mean, this is all, I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's a little scientific, but it's amazing. It is amazing. And it's medical. I mean, it's proven. Right. Scientific medical research. So build your gray matter, Go build your gray matter. And (laughs) and that'll increase your confidence and boost your health and advance your income and elevate your happiness and outlook on life and all the things that we, you know, say we want, but we'd rather sit and watch Netflix sometimes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That that was not a guilting. That was a reminder. Uh, the good news, though, is it's a lot simpler than you think. Exactly. And, you know, 80, no, people spend 80 to 90% of their time indoors. So really, walk out your door, <laughs> walk down the street, or get in your car, drive to somewhere beautiful. I mean, this is not rocket science. It just Absolutely. takes a little bit of planning and a little bit of time, but it will change your life. You know, and the other thing it takes is intention. You have to really want Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You, you do have, have to, to want make it. a decision. You do have to want it. And so we're here to just be a little poke in the butt, get off the couch yeah. or whatever. Or or if you're sitting there and you're really struggling and depressed and, and feel stuck in a cycle, um, I know it's hard. It I know so I've been there. Hard. I have been, been there, there too. But you have to take that first step Move. and you have to remember that if you if you do it consistently, that cumulative ugh, I can't say that word cumulative effect. Yeah, you're not you're not going to edit that, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should leave it in there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I keep mine. <laughs> he just looked at me with this blank stare, like that was awesome. Keep going. All right, yeah. folks. We need um, to go for a walk, don't we? Raw live. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that if you are if you are one of those people that are in that place right now, I get it. I understand. I've been there. We both have. But you have to take that first step and you have to do it consistently. And I promise you, you will see a change. You will yeah. see that. And it's the same way with meditation. I want to bring it Absolutely. back around to, in fact, we're going to end with a very brief meditation uh, and would invite you in on this. It's simple. It's without oversimplifying. I, I just want to say it's three things. It's slowing down, breathing, and allowing. Boy, is that hard sometimes to allow. Just allow whatever is to be whatever thoughts. Just be aware of your thoughts and without labels or judgment, just simply be present in the moment. Simple, right? Any thoughts on that? Well, if you can do it in nature, it's even better. (laughs) That's right. Yesterday we We did a little meditation out at the lake. Until the dog in 38 degree (laughs) weather. (laughs) It was, in which that's not that cold, but she loves the water. And so she went and actually got a drink. Fine. And then I see her immersing her belly her chest, her bottom, her everything, and then she comes back. We're in the middle of meditation. I mean, I kind of watched her do that, but I was still trying to be present. And then she came and shook right yeah. all over us. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that was part of the joy. Oh, you know, yeah, we were, she did we make were... us laugh. <laughs> and so that, that brings back the point. Allow. Whatever happens. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's the intention that builds muscle. It builds your, your intention. And you don't muscle. have to do it for 20 minutes or an hour. Five minutes, two right. minutes, a few deep breaths, just more often just give yourself give yourself that space thank you for that's a perfect lead into a few deep breaths let's just take a couple deep breaths right now we're going to do this with you so for our exercise and meditation today 
we're just going to take a few minutes to walk through our day in our minds, finding joy and meaning in nature and the simple things all around us. What we're really doing is setting ourselves up for success in being present moment by moment throughout your day and finding joy right where you are. So now that you've taken a few cleansing breaths, inhaling the new, energizing, pure, fresh air, and exhaling the old, stagnant, and the stale, I want you to clear your mind of any thoughts of what's next and just remind yourself, this is the most important thing I can be doing right now. Picture yourself going throughout your day and walking step by step through the routines and responsibilities that make up your life. Look for opportunities to be present in every situation. And at the same time, you can be asking yourself, where does nature fit into this? The sky and the trees, the weather, the grass and parks, rivers and meadows, the animals and wildlife, birds and squirrels and deer, and your own pets. Even indoor plants and beautiful nature pictures on the wall count for this meditation. Now while you're doing this, walk yourself in your mind through your routine for the upcoming day, your awakening process. What side of bed are you getting out of? What does the alarm clock sound like? How do you feel this morning? Your morning preparations of brushing your teeth and showering, making breakfast, getting dressed. Your work for the day in all of its details. Allow yourself just to relax here. Your coffee break, your lunchtime, your journey back home from school or work or wherever you are for the day. Going to the gym or a movie or an evening out with the one you love. Your time spent at home with your family, your pets, your roommate or others. Your preparation for bedtime. Just spend some time here noticing opportunities to be present and find joy. Okay. We want to end today's meditation with a beautiful poem, one of the best I've ever heard. It's by Brother David Stundel Rast, a Benedictine monk. And our prayer is that it is a reminder to all of us to not only follow nature's example in slowing down during the winter solstice season, but to truly and deeply appreciate her beauty in doing so. May you grow still enough to hear the small noises earth makes in preparing for the long sleep of winter, so that you yourself may grow calm and grounded deep within. May you grow still enough to hear the trickling of water seeping into the ground 
so that your soul may be softened and healed and guided in its flow. May you grow still enough to hear the splintering of starlight in the winter sky and the roar of Earth's fiery core. May you grow still enough to hear the stir of a single snowflake in the air so that your inner silence may turn into hushed expectation. Beautiful. Another restorative exercise, and we hope you feel more joyful and refreshed after doing this meditation. Your body and your mind and your soul and your hosts here at Mountain's End, and thank you for taking time to just slow down and be present for the day. I Great feel job. I do too. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I'm ready to go for another walk. Me too. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And just remember, we're we're on this journey with you. We are walking right by your side every day. That's the whole point of this. We are a community. We are. A community of people who love nature, who seek mindfulness and relationship and restoring back to our original state that we were intended for. May God bless your intention today to be that person. Remember, life is a gift. Nature's a gift. And you are a gift back to the world. We'll see you back here next time. See you next time.